welcome to the self learning podcast by dr shushma singh let us start discussion on unit 24 boundaries and boundary maintenance and our topic is critic of bars model there is no denying that bars model offers interesting insights into the processes of cultural configurations and their preservance irrespective of forces demanding change and continuous pressure of accommodation to argue that there is no structure or to put it in solar's word there is no emperor there are only clothes is a proposition that some scholars find difficult to comprehend In his comments on Barth's study of sweat pattern, Louis de Mount offers a subtle statement. The main, main thing is to understand and therefore ideas and values cannot be separated from structure. Jenkins and Abner Cohen find Barth's argument restrictive. in their opinion barth fails to incorporate a dynamic nature of ethnicity in his efforts to evolve a model of enclosures defined by self ascriptive boundaries cohen's logic is separation between vessel and content makes it difficult to appreciate the dynamic nature of ethnicity it also assumes an inflexible structure of the human psyche and implicitly denies that personality is an open system given to modifications through continual socialization under changing socio cultural conditions tatal asad in his work market model class structure and consent a reconsideration of swat political organization want to maintain boundaries places birth in hobbesian tradition now let us move to the next point sustenance of boundaries critic notwithstanding there is evidence to suggest that ethnic groups sustain boundaries and retain identity makers to distinguish categories of ascription we will briefly review some factors that support this process of boundary sustenance it is understandable that under different circumstances critical factors sustaining definitions and boundaries are likely to be different a crucial factor that impacts is the element of security barth argues in most political regimes however where there is less security and people live under a greater threat of arbitrariness and violence outside their primary community the insecurity itself acts as a constraint on inter ethnic contacts 
This sense of insecurity promotes a sense of enclosure within the community and results in hardening of boundaries vice versa other groups. It may further be added that if there is are historical and cultural factors that purport differences, the pace at which boundaries are sustained may be accentuated. Essays listed in Barth's edited volume showed that in each case boundaries were maintained by a limited set of cultural features. It may also be remembered that the persistence of the unit then depends on the persistence of these cultural differentiate. Barth in his concluding remarks posits However, most of the cultural matters that at any time are associated with a human population are not constrained by this boundary. It can very be learnt and changed without any critical re relation to the boundary maintenance of the ethnic group through times. One is not simultaneously in the same sense tracing the history of a culture. The elements of the present culture of that ethnic group have not sprung from the particular set that constituted the group's culture at a previous time. Whereas the group has a continual organizational existence with boundaries, criteria of membership that despite modifications have marked off a continuing unit. Within the percepts of notion of nation-state, the majority-minority situations further the process of ethnic distancing and segment boundaries. Minority situations are often under pressure for fear of rejection by host population. As an epilogue to these three chapters on ethnicity, identity and boundary maintenance and to provide a perspective on how relative these concept, constructions and boundaries are for understanding contemporary political and social realities, a section on nationalism, citizenship and boundaries is incorporated. Now let us conclude the unit. Nationalism is the political doctrine which holds that humanity can be divided into separate discrete units, nations and that each nation should constitute a separate political unit, a state. The claim to nationhood usually invokes the idea of a group of people with a shared culture, often a shared language, sometimes a shared religion, and usually put not always a shared history. To this it adds the political claim that this group of people should by rights rule themselves or be ruled by people of the same kind, nation, ethnicity, language, religion, etc. This conception assumes nations to be homogeneous 
allowing classical perceptions of ethnographic explorations that argued that the people can be classified as belonging to discrete bounded cultures or societies. The construct of polyethnic society comes loaded with notions of multiple nationalities that are bounded to each other by a common perception of loyalty while retaining distinct boundaries that do not disturb the precinct of internationally accepted territoriality. Some recent studies on the subject attempt to study the nation state from the point of view of modern ethnicity theory, equating regional politics equal to ethnicity equal to building blocks of new nations in the post-1947 era as self-consciousness of a group of people united or closely related by shared experiences such as language, religious belief, common heritage or political institutions. Increasingly, it is now being perceived that the notion of the sovereign nation-state and an overarching concern with one's own nationalism is instrumental in generating violence within the confines of legitimate perception of protection of defined national ethnic boundaries. If people in Kashmir, Bodoland or other parts of the Indian nation state are fighting for the protection of their perceived boundaries, the armed forces are struggling to keep national boundaries intact. Ethnicity emerges out of the cusp between the relation between the citizen and those officially defined as outsider stranger or marginal. But it emerges not purely from the logic of citizenship and development, but from the structure of electoral logic, from the normalcy to majority-minority politics. The world today is witnessing upheavals often rooted in notions of self. I am referring back to first and second lesson talking about how individuals perceive and construct identity and its collective translation into ethnicity. We often come across an essay on resurgence or revival of ethnicity and how in the context of nation-state these constructions pose problems of instability. I am not making an, any efforts in these concluding remarks to answer any queries that may trouble your mind as you try and understand these complex processes affecting our lives. I am closing this lessons by the repeating some questions that social scientists often pose to themselves and to fellow students 
to get closer to the empirical processes that are unfolding before us. By the 16th century, the world nation expanded to include a people, a population. National identity now derived from membership of a people and finally nation referred to a unique people or a unique sovereign people. And it is the trajectory of definitions that became problematic. The nation instead of being an open category threatens to become an exclusionary process. The seeds of ambivalence and violence are rooted here and it steps from the idea of citizenship as a static identity. The problematic nature of identity, the positivism between territory and a people and the fixity of boundaries. The genocidal nature of the exclusionary process. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast. And we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you.